0: Hello, everyone. This is May with Best Choice
1: and Antonio Feliz also with Best Choice. Welcome to our first podcast.
0: We decided to do this podcast to share with you some information about our past experiences, both in real estate and insurance, and also to give you some information to avoid issues in the you know, in the future and give you some tips.
1: Wow. Talk about what haven't we been through in our industry. We've been through so much, and that's why we're doing this podcast, to share with you our knowledge and past experiences so that it can help you be more successful.
0: In our industry, sometimes you have to be a therapist, a friend, and even play referee sometimes with these clients.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Let me tell you a little bit about myself. I've been a licensed real estate agent for the last nine years, And I am also a life insurance agent.
0: Me as well. I'm also a licensed real estate broker for about 17 years. And I'm also a licensed property and casualty and life and health insurance agent for about 21 years.
1: May and I have worked together as a team and have managed over 20 plus agents.
0: I think we have a great team. We have more of a boutique style brokerage. It's all about quality and not quantity.
1: So... Let's get into our favorite subject. Let's get into real estate. May, how do you see the real estate market at the moment?
0: I think that the market is stabilizing. Prices seem to be where they need to be, where they should have been from the beginning, not this crazy market where it would go up $20,000 in a month or so.
1: I completely agree with you. I have experienced uh, a change in our industry. I remember when we used to go to open houses and you had a line, with 20, 30 people waiting to see the, the properties. And now I've seen a slowdown. I've seen that um, properties are more accessible and the competition is not as tough as it used to be.
0: I know, me too. I also remember going into properties and showing them to buyers and having them have to offer $20,000, $40,000 above uh, asking price in order to stand a chance in order to see if they will offer or accept their offer.
1: yes. I remember. I remember those those situations. And um, just to, to piggyback on that part, um, that puts a uh, restraint on, on buyers when you have to compete with people paying twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 above appraised value or just in general, I'll pay you $20,000 above Um, I think that that was very harsh on buyers. It made the competition very, very stiff. But now it's not the case. Now it's not the case. Talking about a little bit also about the FHA financing. This is something that's very critical when the prices are going up uh, so astronomically high and there's so much competition. So you got to be careful when you're doing an FHA financing. This can definitely um, break the transaction.
0: Yeah. Also, back then, if you had the listing, you'd have a ton of showings, and that phone should should would have been ringing off the hook, as long as the price was uh, in line, and you would get offers twenty, thirty, forty, even fifty thousand. I've seen above asking price.
1: Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Now, and that that brings me to the part about uh, sellers and uh, the their listings. Sellers were taking advantage of the market, which is. Nate the nature of the business you always want to make high uh, above the market value it causes uh, constraint on the on the listing the listing is going to sit there for months and it's not going to sell Uh, at this moment a colleague that I know it's going through a situation with an overpriced very overpriced listing and the listing is sitting on the market sellers you have to be careful not to overprice too much your property or otherwise it's going to sit on the market.
0: I agree. Proper pricing right now is critical. If you put the proper price, as soon as you list that house, that phone is going to be ringing nonstop. The first two weeks, I think, once you list a property, are the most important. And that will tell you, the market will tell you, if the price is proper.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. On listings that we've had before, uh, the reason why we can uh, say this, with a lot of experience, is because we've, we've lived through it. Um, we've listed properties and um, within the first week, there's a ton of showings, a ton of calls. That's because the property is priced correctly. Once you price a property correctly, the phone is not gonna stop. Also, very important to the sellers, making sure that your property is ready for listing. What do I mean by this? I mean that your house has to look the best possible that you can't. And you don't have to go and spend a ton of money making your listing, making your property look spectacular. Uh, A few tips that can take you a long way, it's your lawn, your yard. Make sure your your yard is clean. Um, If you see some walls that are stained and that are dirty, a quick coat of paint will make it look very nice. Uh, Medelis, what are some of the things that you have noticed that can call the attention of buyers and potentially uh, have the the best price uh, when for the buyers to pay for it?
0: In my experience also, I've experienced a lot of homes that are not clean and I've had to clean the property. I've even had homes where I've walked in and have had rat feces, which is horrible. You can't show a house like that. So I've had to go in there and speak to the seller, explain to them that it has to be cleaned because if the house is not clean, it's not going to show properly and that's going to scare away a lot of possible buyers, which we don't want that if you want to sell your home and um, having it clean along with painted, like you mentioned, believe me, that'll make a big difference when you want to sell a house and get, you know, top, if you want to get a specific amount of money or the, the most value for your home, I would say.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, completely agree with you. I highly recommend, we highly recommend for you to before you list your house, make an appointment with a with an agent and show your house to an agent. Ask questions. Ask them what do you think are the items that can potentially make the house look better. Again, as I mentioned, a fresh coat of paint, it doesn't have to you don't have to spend a lot of money. Go to a nursery near your near your neighborhood and make sure you buy some plants if you need to, make your yard look good. Again, make an appointment with a with a real estate agent, which will help you point out the, the items that are going to make your house look the best. That's going to take you a long way. So I hope you have enjoyed uh, some of our tips and, and, and experiences and make really good use of it. Um, I think if you use those that information and Make good use of it. It can help you out a lot. And now that we're about to end our podcast, May, I would like to ask you, what, are, what has been one of the worst situations that you've been in real estate, a situation or something that has happened to you in real estate?
0: I think if I had to pick one, because there's been so many, but if I had to pick one, the top one, I think it was once I had a listing that I had about 40 showings that day, I remember. We were headed towards the end of the day. They had a little pet, and the poor little doggie, I guess from walking so much outside, it was so hot, the dog was got overheated, and they brought the dog back in, and I noticed that the dog was, the dog was breathing very heavily, uh, and I kept asking one of the owners of the home, you know, are you sure he's okay? And they kept telling me they, you know, that it happens all the time, that it was because it was very hot. And, you know, I'm here showing a property. The lady is filming. You know, she's showing her husband how beautiful the home is. And then in the background, you see the doggy. The doggy had a heart attack oh my and God. passed away. Oh my I God. think that that was the most horrible thing that I have experienced. If I had to pick one thing, because, you know, obviously I, I'm a pet lover. I love animals. And I felt so bad because there was nothing that we could do. But I think to me that that was the worst thing that has happened to me. What about you?
1: Oh my God. That's, that's, that's so sad. That's a really sad situation. Well, mine is, is short. Uh, but after working uh, a couple for buyers, we've gone through months and months of showing. And finally, we, get, we land a property under contract and we go through the whole motion of inspection, appraisals, and whatnot. And we get to the closing and right on the closing table the young couple they started arguing before signing the papers and they cancel the transaction oh my lord jesus you know how that goes once you cancel the transaction right on the closing table all has been completely lost so that that has been one of my worst experiences out of you know so many and it just happens. You just gotta go with the flow. You gotta pick up yourself and get going again. I mean, there's a lot of things that are gonna happen to you in this industry, but you cannot get discouraged. You gotta keep on fighting through, you gotta keep pushing, you gotta make better selection, all your clients, and you just gotta have all your bases covered in order to avoid situations. Well, this has concluded our podcast. I really hope you have. We really hope you have enjoyed our podcast. And stay tuned for the next one. We're going to be talking about investments. Um, how the market is doing uh, in regards to inflation. Uh, we're going to bring in a lender. May we're going to bring in uh, a lender to speak to buyers. What what is the process? We're going to bring a tax expert to talk about taxes. That's very interesting.
0: Thank you for listening. Please stay tuned to our next podcast. If there's any topics that you would like for us to talk about, please feel free to DM us. Thank you.